Paul's letter to the Philemon, uh, to Philemon, we have almost in its entirety today. Uh, the, the letter is, uh, gives us an insight into the personal relationship between St. Paul and Philemon. Philemon was a, a rich man, a man of some means. Uh, Onesimus was his slave, his indentured servant who had run away from his keep. And uh, he came across Paul there. Um, Onesimus learned of the faith and the same faith that Philemon had uh, a chance to learn as well. Uh, Onesimus uh, became uh, really a servant, not indentured, but uh, a servant to St. Paul. And St. Paul basically told him, if you want to, uh, we don't have this, but according to tradition, if you want to really be repaired to, uh, and um, restored to God, you need to do something about that relationship that you're supposed to have to Philemon. So it was a dangerous uh, proposition that St. Paul, Paul had for, Philip, or for uh, Onesimus. If he went back, Onesimus could have been put to death. He could have been, uh, become more than an indentured servant, but, but uh, um, chained or, or everything like that. Or if Philemon, Philemon was feeling kind, he could have been released. That would have been very unusual to be released from the indentured servitude that he uh, had. So St. Paul writes this letter basically telling Philemon, please, take him back as a brother. If you don't want him back, send him to me. Or if you want him back, but know that I have needs, send him to me. And there's a play on words. I, this is, I love playing words anyway. But uh, he's, he was useless to you, but he's become useful to me. Onesimus means useful. He's living up to his name. He is who he's supposed to be now, St. Paul is telling Philemon. So take him back or send him back to me. I think there's something here for us, and in, in part, it, it's such an odd letter because it really doesn't tell us much about our faith, does it, on the surface? But I think it does tell us about our faith that, uh, especially with today's gospel passage, that we are called to be servants, to be useful, to help each other. And there's no sin that we can do that uh, leaves us outside of God's grace if we come back to him. But we do have to come back to him. We do have to make reparation. We do have to, have to be restored. And today in this gospel passage, we know, uh, well, when's the kingdom going to be here? What, 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 what signs are there going to be? And we're, we're always looking for signs, aren't we? It amazes me, and, and uh, it's, I have to admit, it's been a while. Uh, well, the Blessed Mother appeared under an underpass in, on the LA, LA freeway, and everyone's got to rush out and see that. Or, or, well, here he is, or there he is, or you know, we're flitting and flighting all over the place. But Jesus tells us not to do that. We're not, if somebody tells us to look, we're not, not necessarily supposed to look. We're going to recognize it. We're not going to miss it if, if our eyes are open. But in the meantime, to be useful to him, to be his servants, to be his spokespeople in the world, and to know that if we are, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, 
if we are the people we are called to be, we don't have to look. We'll see it. <laughs>